millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow pow pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? It's the... Uh, fifth episode of the History Box 1980s Rabies Mania. And um, I think it's probably about time that we started looking at the video of the uh, the Rabies public information films. Yeah. That we, we set out to look at at the beginning of all of this, really. Mm. Uh, but there's so much context long. required when it comes to rabies. You've got to, you've got to lay the foundations with rabies. You have. You can't just weird into it. One thing I always say is you've got For to treat sake. rabies with respect. Yeah, yeah. If you respect rabies, it'll respect you back. I think that was one I of the government it. lines that they used in their information films that we're about to been. see. Yeah, I think it might have been probably turned out to be ineffective. Respect rabies, and rabies <laughs> will respect you back. This has been a government information film. <laughs> Financed by the the Queen's Her Majesty's Department of Rabies and Rabies Prevention. <laughs> when it comes to rabies, don't be flippant. <laughs> Quite right. Um, so, yeah, if you want to look for this um, on YouTube, the title of the video is Rabies UK Public Information Films. It's four minutes and two seconds long, and it's a compilation of uh, rabies films from the 70s and 80s telling us to fucking take rabies fucking seriously yeah my favourite image Um, in the first few seconds of this this is like I'm watching it now for about the hundredth time is just a a crash zoom in on a service what they do is I mean mean, I'm actually um, at the moment I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale have you ever seen that was, no, I haven't. No. Oh well, it's fucking. Good. It's worth your attention, mate. It's worth. Okay. It's worth some examination. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking. Right. It is fucking wild, mate. Okay. Unbelievable. I watched it because I was trying to find something to watch with my daughter, who's fifteen, that we could enjoy watching in the evening. Once the lad's gone to bed with me and my wife and her, and we suggested that dystopian vision of a world in which. Uh, yeah, women, were, women were being oppressed by men, and uh, fertility, dwindling global fertility, had meant that women were basically being enslaved as no- nothing more than reproductive machines, slaves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my fifty-year-old sort of thing she'd like. Fuck me, mate. For a start, there is so much weird shagging in it. It makes fucking. The average Dennis Potter play looked like fucking Emmerdale Farm. 
It's oh, unbelievable. God. So that's been a bit awkward. Right. But anyway. I was going to say, yeah. The reason I bring it up is it is truly, a truly chilling glimpse of a future, of a dystopia, right? Future dystopia. Right. Rooted in yeah. fairs, a fairly plausible scenario. If I, and and okay. therefore, the whole thing's shaking me up, mate. I'm I'm constantly shaking. Up. I finished series one last night. I'm fucking shaking up. I don't mind telling you. I mean, you. I, I would point, I would say my my observation would be dystopias are rarely not chilling. Oh yeah, you, exactly. You, you're you right. You rarely get if you're going to get gleeful dystopia. If you're going to get yeah. involved in a fucking dysto- watching a dystopia, get ready to be chilled, right? Because I'm and I don't mean chilled in the way that the rappers say it, like relaxed, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Don't mean it like that. I mean, I feel the opposite of relaxed. I feel on on red alert, mate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, no, but this one's particularly chilling. And anyway, the reason I'm talking about dystopias and how chilling they are is that this now, having watched um, A Handmaid's Tale, and obviously mm. I know it's fucking old and it was the fashionable TV show to talk about five years ago, so don't get in touch. We don't all have to watch things at the same time. I'll probably watch Happy Valley in about fucking eight years. How about that? I was just going to say that. You should. The last episode is phenomenal. I, I often watch things long after they've passed. I don't like to be watching it at the same time as everyone else because then it, yeah. I don't know, it just makes me feel part of a herd. I'll go in my own sweet time. I will go well, and I've watch said, it. I've said before, there's stuff that's been really lauded by, let's say, Twitter users yeah, and it's been drama series and then they get to the final episode mm. and the final episode's always a massive letdown and we're yeah. like oh fuck this that's a terrible ending <laughs> why couldn't they give it a proper yeah, ending exactly so and wait. then I think well I didn't I didn't invest yeah silly you cunts did, so you wasted your time life. I was yeah. fucking finishing my tapestry project while you were all doing that quite right right yeah but with Happy Valley that wasn't the case the ending was phenomenal if you want dystopias then look no further than this free rabies uk public information films because all of them <coughs> or most of them are set the way that the, whoever made these films whoever's commissioned by the government to do it probably norman tevitt rang them up and said we need you to put the willies up the british public about this rabies situation no problem at all mr tevitt now let's talk budget right because the idea we've got is put them inside a future dystopia, if you will, where all animals are dangerous, even sweet ones like puss right? They've got this crash zoom in this film and it just says cat show, a handwritten sign, cat show. My first question is, what is a cat show? You don't often see cat shows advertised no. anyway, but this looks like a nice country lane <coughs> with a local cat show advertised, but a big sticker across the middle of it saying, cat salt! Oh, this is in the second one, isn't it, Catshaw? Oh, yeah, actually it is. One, one minute, 20. Sorry, I scrolled forward. Yeah. But, but That's all right. But, we don't have to go through chronologically. No, but Catshaw cancelled. They're basically saying to you, is this the sort of world you want to live in? Is this the sort of world where you want cat shows to be cancelled? Because mm. I tell you this, if you keep going abroad and trying to smuggle back foreign animals, then this is what's going to happen. There'll be no cat shows left in your local village. And that, where will that leave us? Cat shows that you didn't even know existed in the first place. I've actually been to a cat show. And I have told you about this, but it was a long time ago, so you'll have forgotten. But I went to a cat show in Hungary once. (laughs) Now, Hungary, they play by different rules out there. (laughs) They play by the rules of the 1970s. Excellent. And um, my kids were fairly young, and my father-in-law said, right, 
we were going over there at Christmas. He said, right, I have, I've got some tickets to the Budapest State Circus. And I was like, mm. fucking hell. Like, I don't like circuses. Circuses are fairly right. weird, creepy, and quite politically incorrect at the best of times. It's, they're also circular. Does that unsettle you as well? It does, actually, yeah. Yeah, it does. the ring. It does. Yeah. don't like sitting in rings. Um, and... Uh, I thought, but a fucking Hungarian circus. I knew, mate, there was no... I'd like to say I was shocked. I wasn't. I knew it was going to be fucking super weird. And I was fucking right. And they ever... Like, they did have one lion, but the lion was off its tits, right? Sedated up to its bollocks. I doubt there are any laws about protecting animals in Hungary. Especially lions. There's probably laws about keeping lions subdued in Hungary. Yeah. So it's flea-bitten... They're hitting it with a stick, trying to cajole it through it, cajole it through a hoop. It's very reluctant. It finally gets through it, but it's not much of a fucking show. It's just depressing. So then the ringmaster shouts something in Hungarian, something which I assume translated as "bring out the fucking cats." And then this woman in a glittery leotard comes out, and behind her is a fucking line, mate, of about twenty flea-bitten, one-eyed, fucked-up Hungarian cats. Oh no all marching in a line and these cats start to they're well drilled I'll give them that Mm. they are jumping through hoops some of them are jumping on trampolines Andy I'm not joking have you ever seen a cat jumping on a trampoline because I fucking have I have not and it sounds it sounds fun but it's not fun because you actually just feel bad for the cat Um, and I was like fucking hell the Hungarian state circus is just a load of fucking old cats like them cats you went to see when you were on your holiday last year do you remember? Well, yeah, in Cyprus, mm. in Tala, um, near Paphos, I'm just looking because me and the kids sponsored a cat online oh, yeah. at that very cat sanctuary. I'm looking to see if I've, if I've had any updates since we did sponsor it uh, back in October 2022. Mm. And no, we've had nothing. All no. we've got is a certificate. Uh, this is to certify that Martha... Uh, as we, we named her, we, we were given the choice of naming her. I think we were anyway. But then there's a picture of her, and I'll show you if you want. There's Martha. Oh, she's a lovely cat. I've she's got to got tell you, mate, one... I'd, not to be flippant, but I'd be very surprised if that cat was still alive. Oh, you think? They'll have had your money. there's been no further communication. Yeah, what? Your cat? Your sponsor? Your sponsor or what? Oh, yeah, 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 Mr. Dawson. Oh, yeah, cat. Mr. Dawson, your cat, of course. Sorry. Uh, You just wait there. (coughs) Oh, yes, I just check on her. Martha is her name. That is correct. You very well. Very well. You want to see picture? Uh, Okay, I could (laughs) send you a picture maybe in the post. I'll just write that. Oh, you want to see it now? No, I'm afraid not possible. Not possible. We're not allowed to film the cats, I'm afraid. No way. I, I tell I tell you what, I'll put her on the phone for you. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, oh, there she is. Oh, Mr. Dawson. Uh, why are you calling me Mr. Dawson? You're my cat, you can call me Andy. Oh, sorry, no, Andy, he? of course. <laughs> I'm having a very nice time. They look after me real well. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't eaten me or put me in a bar. No way. Uh, I even get paid minimum wage. <laughs> Just to do my normal cutting about. <laughs> there you go. So as you can see, she's very happy indeed. 
if you want to check that that was live and not recorded, ask her anything about today's current affairs. <laughs> Did you see that story about the spy balloon over America, Randy? <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about all that, Martha? Oh, very shifty, I think. I don't trust the Chinese. I trust hell. the Chinese. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, I might have to chase up Martha and see what's I w- going on. I would look into that because it's suspicious you haven't heard anything. But she is, slash was, a lovely looking cat. Very distinctive. She is. She's got, like, the uh, front of her head, from the ears down to her nose, there's a straight line going straight down. Mm. And on the right-hand side's ginger, and on the left-hand side's black. Yeah. It's fa- I've so not seen good. those kind of markings ever before. No wonder you picked that one out. Yeah. So, uh, <clears> there we are. Um, uh, yeah, yeah anyway, no also at that Hungarian circus just to round it off, the cat show was not nearly the worst of it. The worst of it oh, was God. they did um, an American, what they called American basketball display. And all these gymnasts came out and they were jumping on a gigantic trampoline and doing really elaborate like slam dunks. So they'd run, okay. they'd do like a triple somersault and then on the way down they'd slam the ball through the hoop. It was quite good. Yeah. And they were doing even more elaborate stuff like that, like both jumping on trampoline, passing the ball to each other, slam dunk. Great, great, great. All right. This is a bit of fun. It's better than the cats, at least. Um, but Don't then, tell me they started doing that with the cats. No. Put them in the basketball. I knew, I knew there'd be a twist, and that was one thing that I suspected. I thought maybe they'll start mm. slam dunking those cats. But in a way, it was worse, Andy, because then the ringmaster, after we'd watched this for five or ten minutes, said, now, special celebrity <laughs> superstar display <laughs> all the way from America, American uh, basketball star himself. Now, do you remember um, the, the heeds that they used to have on Tier 5 Friday? And Chris Evans would have these guys who were like, they were, they were wearing YouTube, the heads, like gigantic papier-mâché heads representing the members of U2. Do you remember that? Very vaguely, yes. So it's like, if you imagine like a normal-sized human, but mm. on his head he is wearing a huge fucking mask, so to speak, a huge, mm. a giant papier-mâché head, more than a mask, a head, gigantic, so big yeah. that they can barely walk, right? Picture right. that. Geezer walks out, right? White <laughs> body wearing a vest, that really threadbare basketball vest that says something like USA Superstar on it, right? Right? <laughs> and and he is wearing a gigantic head, black, brown-skinned, brown right? Mm. Massive red, like big rubbery lips, right? Not unlike oh. my lips, right? But if you can imagine every toxic trope that would ever be used in a racist caricature of a black man, right? It was all there. It was all encompassed in this gigantic head. And not only that, mate, the bloke's body was clearly white. He was wearing shorts and a vest, so he was as white as any Hungarian, which is pretty white. But he had this gigantic black head on, and it was, I mean, it was just racist. It was as simple as that. Was he meant to be a particular basketball player or a no, generic one? he was known simply as American basketball superstar. And he comes out with this big wobbly black head and the crowd are going fucking wild like seals. <laughs> Before the cunts have even done anything. They're clapping, is, is, they is are Hungary laughing the, hysterically. Is Hungary in the EU? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Jesus. 
but it's I mean this is a few years ago it's got even worse since then. I mean it's a racist place man and um, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying everyone's racist my grandfather certainly isn't and he's the one who's like not my grandfather my father-in-law I think of him like grand- sometimes I call him granddad I don't know I do actually call him granddad because that's what my kids call him because he's the kids granddad yeah of yeah. course alright grandpa jalapeño when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Jalapeño. But, you know, I mean, he's Jewish, so, and there's a lot of fucking anti Semitism there as Jesus. well. So, I mean, it's a toxic atmosphere. But, yeah, they all, I've, and I fucking spotted it at the time because they're laughing their heads off this, but, and he comes out and he picks up the basketball and then he jumps off the fucking trampoline and slam dunks it. Mm. But, of course, it's very difficult because he's, as he said, the head practically falls off his body. So you can fucking, fucking see hell. the white geezer underneath it, you know. And it's off, yeah. I was like, first the cats and now this, kids, yeah. we're fucking going. And all it's I can say is, ever. Grandpa, is that I'm fucking glad that I didn't pay for these tickets and you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing well, making me feel slightly better is that I didn't shell yeah. out for this shit show. I'm surprised you left early because as a journalist, I thought you would have stuck around to see I was, exactly to, what, what do, happened. Do you know what I was, mate? I'm, I was chilled. Chilled. I was chilled. I was chilled to my very core. It was a dystopian circus. It was a glimpse. It was, yeah, that's what they should have called it, the dystopian circus. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, Cat Show cancelled. Um, mm. Any ob- observations from that? Or shall we go back to the very beginning Let's again? And the lady the with the bag. Yeah, yeah, this is really funny. I mean, this, this is some uh, cat smuggling. And it, it, this, the message begins, the underlying message, mm. it's not overt. Mm. The first thing you see is an aeroplane yeah. arriving at, a, at an airport, and the aeroplane airline, it's Lufthansa, which of course is the German airline. And that immediately sows the seeds of foreignness being yeah. a bit wrong, yeah. as I think. Which is the real uh, gist of all British of this. Airways, mm. Or whatever other ones we had back in the seventies, whatever it was. Did we have any airlines in the seventies? I don't know if we did. It was probably all British Airways, but um, yeah. And then there's a, a lady. Uh, she's coming at the arrivals, but we then get a, a, occasional cutaway to some children somewhere else. I would say probably Africa, because they are brown-skinned children. Mm. I'm not making assumptions or trying no. to be racist or anything, but we see them writhing around on beds. Um... Listen to this. It's quite powerful. It is quite <gasps> powerful. Did you hear that noise? 
No. The noise that accompanies the bits where we see the writhing children. Oh! That's awful. So we're getting um, the woman arriving in Britain and the children close to death and the woman looks at a poster Mm. and it says smuggling pets could bring rabies into Britain. And I think we've looked at this poster possibly earlier on in the in the uh, the deep dive, and all we see next to those words is a human skull. Uh, it, it seems to be Bit a tenuous top, connection, it? but it's top. just saying to you, rabies equals skeletons, which is <laughs> shorthand for death. Yeah, no one wants that. So you're gonna uh, rabies equals death. So she's got a big. What you would call like a shopping bag. Yeah. Like people used to carry around when they used to buy all their shop their shopping from different shops. From first I'll go to the butchers, then I'll go to the bakers. Oh uh, yeah. And uh do you put actually, it all in your shopping bag. Do you, I mean, I know you love the Asdas, right? Mm. But you know like how recently you you, t- you said how, you know, everyone really dr- men of our age dream of living in a small town in Yorkshire. Which is so yeah. true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. Right. Um, when you think about living in that small town in Yorkshire, which I do too, I actually think of myself as going from shop to shop to do my groceries. With your shopping bag. I do. Or maybe a trolley. I do think of that, mate. Yeah, maybe a trolley. I, I love that. Because that small town in Yorkshire, I don't think it would have an Asda's or any large supermarket. I think it would be a number of quality yeah. independents. You, you know what? It would probably have one on the outskirts. On of the town. outskirts, when you need and, to do a big shop. It would be like a... A ten-minute drive. Oh yeah, probably use it. <laughs> yeah, I'd use it. I'd use it for the big shots, but I'd also enjoy. Right. I'd enjoy topping up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd, you'd go to the fishmongers, wouldn't you, for a bit, of, a nice bit of fish. It's funny about fish in the middle of town. Fishmongery, mate, because um, so it's a bit of a tangent, but it is animal related, and therefore it's tangential to rabies. But I, I took the dog yeah. for a lovely walk yesterday on Sunday with with the wife. Right. And we decided to change the scenery. The dog's still new to the area. We thought we'll take it to a different part of, of Barnes, right? And um, we ended up taking it near to the posh houses, right? Of which there are oh, a number. Yeah. But we were near one of the, the sections of very posh houses, yeah? And uh, my wife said, let's go this way. And I said, I can't go down that road with the dog. She went, why not? I said, that's pretty much the poshest road there is. I've never walked down it. She said, you've never walked down that road in all of these years we've lived here? I said, no. It's too posh. That a road like that. You're not allowed to go down it. I don't feel comfortable on it. Let's just leave it at that. No one's told me I can't walk down it. But part of me feels, and I know this is wrong and imposter syndrome. I feel that I'm not worthy to set foot in this road. Mm. It's a it's a quiet, it's a lovely quiet road, Andy. The houses are gorgeous, and some of them have large gates, right? That almost shield with security cameras. And I thought I'll walk down there. It might make. The resident's nervous. They'll think, we don't know him. He's a stranger. He looks a bit yeah. scruffy. What's he doing in our road? And I don't want to get oh. shot by one of their private security people, you know? Team. And my wife yeah. said, don't, don't be silly. Don't be silly. It's fine. We'll walk down it. You can look at the houses. They're quite that. Have a little look at the houses. So we walked down and I go, look at that. They've all got these big gates with the buzzers. And she went, I dare you to fucking buzz on one. And I said, well, <laughs> what, what would I say? And she said, sort of thing they'd imagine you're going to say is... Hello, Mrs. Do you want to buy any fish? <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? 
Hey, mate, it's Sam. I've got some fish. You're going to come out Fishy and buy some Sam. fish. Fish cake. Come out here. I've got some fish if you want. Very well. Here, I learned. It's a lovely fish. And I just pull a fish out of my pocket. There you go. Hey, mate, it's yeah. local fish. Fish is fish this morning. Your husband up yet, is he? Well, there you go. You can surprise him. Make him a nice bit of fish for, for breakfast. Do it with some eggs. It's got butter on it. Oh, yeah, that's just normal. That shows it's British. That- you can take that off if you don't want it and then cook it. Yeah, you can cook it or give it to the dogs. Yeah. Peels off. Yeah. That, there seems to be a bite taken out of it. Yeah, that's probably just another fish what bit it in the sea. That shows it's dead fresh, see? Go on. Go on, have a nice fish. No, go away. I, I don't quit. Want I think you're being a bit unfriendly, to be honest with you, missus. Highly knocking around a nice bit of fish. Fine, if you don't want it, I'll go sell it to your neighbour instead. Go away. Yeah. But while I'm here, do you want any apples? I've got some apples. Well, I ain't got them on me, but I can nip round the corner and get you a lovely apple if you want. I don't want apples. apples. <laughs> Go away. Suit, suit yourself. I'll have the apples myself. <laughs> you can put them in a pie for your old man. He'd like that. <laughs> and then a van drove past a fella selling fish and apples. Fish and apples. Yeah. And nothing else. Sometimes they pull up at the lights. Pull up at the lights and wind the window down. Hello, mate. Yeah, you want to buy some fish and apples? I've got them in the back. I just finished the job and they're left over, so I'm flogging them half price. No? <laughs> no it's yeah. nice fish. It ain't not. It ain't moody. It's proper fish. I, 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 I'll take a couple of apples off you. No, no, you've got to buy both. It's got, got to buy fish them together. And apples. Package deal. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't, go, you didn't no, uh, we, press we, the buzzer? We, did, we did walk down and I, I, yeah. I looked at the houses like a wide-eyed Victorian scamp. And I was delighted by them, but I did not ring on the doorbell. It was just a fantasy that I was going to offer fish and apples to the posh women inside. Very they'd good. Have, they'd have never opened up. But I could show the fish to their security camera, couldn't I? Hey, oh, that good. to the camera. Look at that. The lovely fish, that. What breed of fish is that? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not an expert, but it is fish. I can smell it. <laughs> oh, I'll sell them. I don't catch them. It could be anything. Could be anything, but it's definitely fish. It's not. It's not a mammal. I'll tell you that. So the woman is. She goes through the nothing to declare bit. She's got um, a big shopping bag, and um, she's looking very pensive. Mm. And then a uniformed man comes over and invites her to come across to the side. Can I have a word with you over here, please, madam. I've cut in your bag. Is this your baggage? The outcome of a sentimental purchase. The outcome of a sentimental impulse could mean impulse. sentence of death. That sentence of death. Behind. <laughs> so he's opened the bag and there's a fucking cat sat there staring up at him. Hello. <laughs> Is this cat from abroad? No. All right. Hello, cat. Bonjour. Bonjour. Well, it fucking sounds foreign to me. <laughs> no, it, no, it's, it's British. It just speaks French. I'm, are you my new papa? <laughs> this is a French cat. And you are fucking... You are bang to right, love. <laughs> a sentimental purchase. This is... We talked about this before, and you dug up the stats. And the truth is, and this is the weird bit... 
is that we thought, well, all this information that was going into like fucking um, rabies awareness in the eighties, it must have mm. been a big deal. And then, like, it turned out like there was no fucking cases of rabies, right? But so, twenty or something in sixty years. Yeah. So yeah. then they go. Well, so the the government might say, yeah, well, that's because we put all these campaigns about. Yeah. Right. Um. But they're saying the result of a sentimental purchase. How many people were going on their holidays? And sentimentally, who buys a fucking live cat on holiday? Got, I'll, I'll, I'll stop me there. I got it wrong. It's a sentimental impulse, not purchase. But still, but, you know, who, it's who, still the who, same who, thing. Who, it's like, an acquisition, they're, isn't they're it? Try, for yeah. a start, they're being a bit sexy. So they're going, you know what women are like? They're sentimental. They're out on their own day. They see a cat. They can't resist sticking it in their hand luggage and bringing it home. home. No, they fucking don't. Even massive cat lovers wouldn't do that because they'd know it would be cruel rabies or no rabies, right? Yeah. So he opens the bag, he sees the cat, and the look on his face is just, you know, like um, when a headmaster gives you the He's glare. Like, tap, tap, tap. It's like that. Tap, And tat. she looks... Um, Someone like you. <laughs> a manner that is beyond description. <laughs> what? Hang on. What's he just said? Behind. And for you, or someone like you, death in a manner that is beyond description. Oh, my that's, God. That's, that's what you get. You get death in a manner that is beyond description, and then it cuts back to the African children again. You know, it's you could suffer the same fate as these poor unfortunates from the third world if you bring a cat back into Britain. Do you think they're... I think they were writing this script, you know, and they were like, right... You need mm. to really scare people. Mm. What I need you to describe how horrible the death will be. Just really go for it. Use all your writing abilities. They're about to go, I got you, don't worry. And he sat there for ages thinking, right, they've given me the green light to really go the full William Shakespeare here. And he's written about <laughs> 10 different fucking descriptions of the death, but none of them were quite right. And he's thrown them all away in the way he's been. And eventually he settled with the line, a death that is, well, it's, it's beyond description. The geezer's yeah. his boss has gone, but I asked you to describe it. Well, I'm afraid. I have, in a way. In a yeah, way, I have, because what I tried, and I realised it is so bad that it is beyond description, so I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> Can't you put a bit of detail in? Like, I don't know, you'll shit your pants, right? No, no. <laughs> it's, be, it's worse no. than that. Well, what no, is it? I, the... I can't tell you. It's too upsetting. You might upsetting. shit your pants, but you might not. There's lots of other ways that you could go. But I, I, wanted, I want them to think about it. I want them to think, will I shit me pants? Maybe I will. Don't tell them. Uh, listen, apparently I heard from someone, but it was actually my kid because one of his mates at school told him. But I'm still, it could be true, is that you can get so scared that you end up shitting out of your own mouth. <laughs> Put that yeah. down. Right, that comes down. Out. It comes out of all your holes, even your knob end. Yeah, imagine shitting out of your cock. Write that down. We, hey, we could have that as the opening line. Imagine shitting out of your cock. It could happen <laughs> if you bring a cat home from France. Cat <laughs> and then it, it ends quite abruptly. Whichever way you look at it, rabies means death. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> which it does. We've established this already. Fair and enough. then we, we, we get another close-up on that poster which says smuggling pets could bring rabies into Britain. Rabies is a killer, it says. And um, that's why we're... You know, reawakening the rabies campaign here. We'll leave it there because there's another, I think, another three short films to look at. We'll do them next time mm. um, while we keep the awareness going. 
Um, so thanks for listening, and be careful. Goodbye. Don't smoke on cuts. Goodbye. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs>